Time's up. Let's deliver a baby. You know it's coming when you see crowning, the stages of labor. The process of giving birth is broken down into three main stages, labor, birth, and delivering the placenta. This is how a typical vaginal birth happens, although lots of other factors can influence each mom's particular experience. Stage one, labor, early labor. Contractions begin and become more regular as the cervix begins to dilate or open up and efface, thin out. Most women are able to spend this time at home. The sta this stage usually takes anywhere between two to 24 hours. And by the end of it, the cervix is between four and six, six centimeters dilated, active labor. At this point come the contractions. The contractions are three to five minutes apart and last for 30 seconds or more. This is a time when most mothers should be on their way to the hospital. The contractions are likely to be painful at this point, and it's important to remember that this pain is not a sign that anything's wrong. In fact, it means that everything is coming along as it should. It is a natural reaction to tense up in times of pain or worry, but doing so actually creates more work for the mother's body and makes labor more difficult. Active labor usually lasts between four and eight hours, although it can be longer or shorter. Transition. Near the end of the active labor, it's time for transition. This is where the cervix opens up to a full 10 centimeters. It's a short but intense time. When contractions are quite strong, coming every two to three minutes and lasting a minute or longer, the mother will be shivering and shaking, alternating between feeling too hot and too cold, and feel nauseated or may even vomit. This phase can last a few minutes or a few hours, and is usually faster if the mother has already had a vaginal birth. Stage two, the birth. At the end of the transition, once the cervix has reached 10 centimeters dilation, the mother is ready to begin pushing. She'll feel some pressure as if she needs to have a bowel movement followed by the urge to push. As the baby's head starts to crown, the mother will feel the so-called ring of fire and as the baby's head emerges. Stage three, delivering the placenta. The good news is that the head hard part's over. The final stage is just a few contractions to separate the placenta from the uterine wall, followed by a short and painless push. It usually takes a few minutes to a half an hour. After delivering the placenta, the uterus will begin to tighten up and feel hard, which helps contract all the blood vessels and stop bleeding. The good news is that there are many manufacturers of OB equipment that are willing to throw everything in the, the ambulance crew needs to deliver a baby into a Ziploc bag. One pair of sterile nitrile glove, six sterile gauze sponges, one underpad, one sterile bulb syringe, one sterile disposable scalpel, two sterile umbilical clamps, one sterile OB pad, two alcohol preps medium, one drape sheet, one plastic bag to hold the placenta, one receiving blanket, two OB towelettes, four disposable towels, two twist ties, and two nylon tie-offs. In case you didn't get the hidden message from the inventory of the OB kit, delivering a baby is messy, so wear gloves. Why stop at gloves? Wear everything to gown, goggles, mask, and gloves. Support the baby's head as it, as it is delivered. The baby won't be breathing at this point. The chest has to be delivered first before any breathing takes place due to the fact that the fetus can't breathe unless the chest is allowed to expand. If the umbilical cord is wrapped around the baby's neck, slip it off gently. Umbilical cord stretch and the baby is covered with afterbirth, so it won't be that difficult. Support the baby as he or she rotates. The upper extremity should deliver next as the head is guided downward in order for the fetus to pass over the bones of the pelvis. The attitude of the baby will shift upward. The upward shift will allow a shoulder to be delivered. The, the other shoulder will be easier to deliver than the first. The feet should deliver over the shoulders. The torso is delivered pretty quick. Keep the head lowered so fluids can drain. Make note of the birth time. Knowing the time of birth is important as this will be recorded as the time and date printed on the baby's birth certificate. Keep the baby level with the birth canal. The rationale is that the placenta is still draining into the baby. 
using gravity helps in this endeavor. Clamp and cut the cord. The cord should be clamped or tied off approximately 6 inches from the baby, then another 4 inches, 10 inches from the baby. Giving 6 inches from the baby will allow the cord to be used by other healthcare personnel in the continuum of care. Cut the cord with an included scalpel or use a pair of trauma scissors. Assess the newborn. Minimally look for activity. If the activity level is good, active moving, arms and legs crying, then no further assessment is needed. Wait for the afterbirth. This doesn't have to be completed on the scene. The mother can deliver the afterbirth on the way to the hospital. It could take hours for the placenta and all the afterbirth to be delivered. Care for the mother. Some bleeding will be normal for the mother. Bleeding should be minimal and only need a place to drain into a sanitary pad placed over the vaginal opening. If the bleeding is more than expected, a fundal massage may be required. The fundal massage is executed by finding the uterus, which is a softball-shaped ball under the fundus, uh, part of the abdomen where the baby was previously located. More times than not, the baby is hungry. Feeding the baby by letting the mother breastfeed not only satisfied the baby, neonate or newborn, but also aids in bleeding control for the mother.